You are listening to Seize the Day with Natalie Miller-Snell. During these podcasts, we'll be exploring all of the different opportunities that we get to seize the day on a daily basis and what tools and what changes we can make in order to grab those goals. Are you ready to make change? Hello, 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 podcast lovers. How are you all? It's Thursday. I'm Natalie and you are listening to Seize the Day. How are you? Sun is shining over here. It's a glorious day. I hope it's glorious where you are and that you are doing okay. Now, I am back to a structured way of life. The boys started back to school, in inverted commas, uh, this Monday, just gone. Uh, yeah, we're back to school after Easter. So we're doing a bit of homeschooling again. We're not teachers. We are just getting by and trying to celebrate doing good things and just the brilliance of the boys. So yeah, week three homeschooling and week five isolation done. So we are all enjoying the routine actually. I've got to say I'm, I'm thoroughly feel a bit more organised and feel a bit more settled when there's a routine in place. So it's fab. And, and the boys do too. And my eldest, Jamie, it's his ninth birthday on Monday. So we're trying to make it super, super special for him. Oh because he's not seen his friends. And I know there's a lot of other children who are going through the same thing with birthdays. So it's important to make it special for him. Now, some uh, exciting news to announce over the coming months, which I'll keep you posted and informed about. But jazzing up a bit of Seize the Day, which will be very exciting. So I'll keep you informed. Now, a, a couple of shows ago, I mentioned that I would like to do a um, an episode on the Kubler-Ross uh, change curve, linking it to how we're dealing with change that's going on in the world at the moment, since we find ourselves grieving over different things in well months that have gone by and months to come, from social distancing to potentially losing loved ones, and how our life has just changed generally. So today's show is entitled The Seven Stages of Change, which is based on the Kubler-Ross change curve. And I don't know if you can hear in the background, my kittens are literally outside and they are (laughs) making a lot of noise. So sorry about that. Anyway, here we go. The Kubler-Ross curve is based on a theory introduced by Swiss-American psychiatrist Elizabeth Kubler-Ross in her book On Death and Dying, which she published in 1969. Through her close work with terminally ill patients, Uh, Elizabeth focused on how the patients and their loved ones coped with the knowledge and reality of oncoming death, more commonly known, and I think a lot of people refer to it as the five stages of grief. These five stages have been noted as shock, anger, bargaining, depression and acceptance. So since the very nature of one's passing is a radical change in the life of everyone who is affected by it, It stands to reason that the basis of the curve can be used and adapted to suit any and all changes that we experience in life. So, for example, as I record this and as we've spoken about and lots of people talk about on a daily basis, April 2020, the world is facing arguably the most virulent and potentially deathly pandemic since the Spanish flu in 1918. And we see that in the guise of um, COVID-19. Everybody across the planet, without exception, is experiencing buzzword unprecedented change in their daily lives. And the Kubler-Ross curve can be applied to this situation as we try to adapt to our new existence, which is why I thought I would cover it. So what's really quite interesting as well, you can apply it to general life, but you can also apply it to business as well, because change happens anywhere and everywhere. So anytime we deal with change, change management, this is a good curve 
dealing with change and it can be broken down as follows. So item one is shock. Item two is denial. Item three is anger and frustration. That joyful one. (laughs) Item four is the loss of confidence and potential depression. Item five is experimentation. Item six is decisions and planning. And item seven is integration and that wonderful word, acceptance. So this curve is very useful since it addresses how change will affect a person through the different stages. And it's good to recognise that the curve is fluid in its nature, whereby one stage leads to the next. However, it is not linear. And by that, I mean that some of us will oscillate between phases and some of us might get stuck and some of us might require a bit longer to address or get out of a given phase or moment. And that's okay. It's totally okay to feel all of those things. We're all different. We're all unique. We're all wonderful. But it's really good to recognize that we might fluctuate. You don't necessarily follow this curve in a linear capacity. And that's why I wanted to do this show, because I wanted to offer some form of justification and maybe help understand how you're feeling and why you're feeling that way. So the Kubler-Ross change curve. Stage one is shock. It's the first reaction experienced as a result of unexpected change. I mean, it could be a result of expected change as well, but generally we'll feel shock. We feel out of control and that the events are unpredictable now because there's a sense of change. Is this really happening and, you know, that would definitely have been a conversation or a, 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 a question we asked back at the beginning. Is this really happening? I, I can't believe it. Total shock. Then we move into stage two, which is denial. If the situation is unwanted, in this case, it very much is, we'll experience denial. We'll retreat to the past and we will, want, we will not want to address what is going on whatsoever. There's no virus. It's just like the flu. Everyone's getting super excited about it. Carry on as normal. It's very usual to experience denial. And you might swiftly then move on to stage three, which is anger and frustration. Once you've kind of got that confirmation of the shock and the denial and you felt that, you may well feel anger and frustration. Probably likely. I think that's one of the strong ones that most folk feel as you don't know what's coming next and we don't understand what's going to happen. And we'll be framing questions in our mind as, why hasn't the government done more? How did we not know about this sooner? Someone must have hidden something. Why isn't this this way? Why didn't we lock down sooner? Why are these people behaving like that? We'll ask loads of questions and we'll get angry and frustrated. And it will take a bit of time to process to get out of that. And then we'll move on to stage four. And I say move on to stage four, as I've mentioned already, it's not linear. You might go back to a bit of denial. Well, this can't be happening. Um, Stage four is the loss of confidence and the depression. And this is the lowest point that we will feel in this curve and in this cycle. We'll feel powerless and without control. And we may experience a loss of self here because this is just so different to what we're used to. I may have lost a job. I may be losing self-worth as a result. I maybe can't see my family. I feel a loss of sense of self because nothing is as I know it. So you could feel really quite down at this point. This is the bottom of the curve and a really low point. Once you get to the other side and it takes a little bit of self-discovery, a little bit of patience, a little bit of kindness, a little bit of, yeah, okay, it's okay to feel this way. 
and talking as well. You could start to experiment, which is stage five. We may start to experience a teeny glimmer of acceptance and the desire to see this through. What does this look like at the end? We could get more excited and potentially optimistic optimistic about the days ahead, that there is light at the end of the tunnel. I can make this work. You know, it, you might then oscillate back to feeling depressed again, but, you know, you could get this tiny glimmer of hope. The unknown is becoming more like the norm. There's a level of growing small amounts of acceptance. Okay, we've got this. I can handle this. Which then moves you on to stage six, decision and planning. This is a time for reflection. What does the future look like? It's time to reevaluate. You've thought about it in the experimentation. Maybe I can change things. Maybe I can make this work. Now let's look at those goals. Let's set new ones. Let's strategize and be positive moving forward. I'm looking at my board here. I've experimented. Right, okay, this is not going to work anymore. This is no longer relevant. It doesn't work in the situation I'm in now. I've experimented. I can see that this doesn't work. I'm deciding and I'm planning now within my new norm this is what my world looks like. So I'm moving positively forward and I feel a sense of, you know, self-worth again. I found my purpose. But you know what? Interestingly, a couple of days ago, I felt super down, super teary, super, oh my goodness. So I've, you know, doubled back into perhaps anger and frustration as well because I was just angry and I wanted to lash out at everybody outside in the world you know where did this damn virus come from so but then I've popped straight back to you know my goals and my decision planning so I'm oscillating between the two and it's very likely that you'll do the same and then finally we get on to the stage seven which is the integration and acceptance it's a fantastic grand feeling of control again a sense of stability of peace and confidence we can do this and we're going to be okay this is okay look around the world everyone's getting by, look at history, we can do this, life does go on despite any kind of challenges that we may experience along the way, we can get there and we integrate and we accept that. So shock, denial, anger and frustration, there's a loss of confidence and depression that you feel around stage four, experimentation comes in stage five, decision and planning stage six, and then integration and acceptance in stage seven. And you will oscillate between the two and that is, or between the seven rather, and that is okay. So thanks for listening, everyone. I hope it helps with any bad days you have and understanding the way you feel. You probably can hear the noise in the background now. Uh, My eldest is back. He's been down the park to play a bit of rugby as his birthday's on Monday. I hope you all have a really fantastic, great few weeks ahead and you enjoy the weather that's around you and whatever is going on. And as always, you can contact me on email, nataliemillersnell at gmail.com. Website, Instagram, all of that other good stuff is in the show notes. Be safe, everybody. You take care and look after yourself and do what you know is best. Take care. Look after yourself. Keep well. You have been listening to Seize the Day with Natalie Miller-Snell. All contact information can be found in the show notes, together with any links to websites I may have referred to in the show. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please pop over to seizethedashday.com where you'll find my other shows. And come and talk to me at Twitter or email me on nataliemillersnell at gmail.com. Thank you, thank you, thank you.